It's Car Con Carne. I'm James Van Ossel. Back in the car. Car Con Carne. Sponsored by SopelSolar.com. My friend Brent Sopel. He played for the Chicago Blackhawks. He helped Chicago win the Stanley Cup. He's an amazing hockey player, and he is going to help you achieve cost certainty through solar power. Get those panels on your roof. It costs nothing out of pocket to go solar. And the tax credits right now are huge, up to like 48% if you uh, look at what both federal and local tax credits are. Get a consultation. Go to SopelSolar.com, S-O-P-E-L, Solar.com, and find out how you can achieve cost certainty and know what you're going to pay for your electric every month moving forward, which is awesome. SopelSolar.com. It's Car Con Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Car Con Carne. Carcone Carney, also sponsored by 90 Days in the 90s. My friend Andy Fry wrote an awesome fiction book about the music scene in Chicago in the 90s. The fabled, the story, the legendary Chicago music scene of the 90s. Imagine time traveling back to that period. Literally, that's what happens in this book. Time traveling back to that period and being able to go to all those amazing shows, whether it's seeing the Pumpkins as a baby band starting out or any any of those bands. Wesley Willis knocking around empty bottle. Mm. That's, that's the story 90 days in the 90s go back in time with darby who's the uh, protagonist of the book to get your signed copy of the book go to 90 days in the 90s.com or if you just want a copy of the book period go to amazon or wherever you buy books 90 days in the 90s all right i'm here with kill scenes this is fantastic this is long overdue in person we are in front of club belmont 7844 west belmont in chicago uh, we'll talk about that in a second to my immediate right it is megan to my right and behind me it is sean it is kill scenes in the car the brand new record available now it is mask and it is gorgeous on vinyl Look at that beautiful baby vinyl. Look at that beautiful baby vinyl. I, God, I cannot wait. Like the, Literally, the first thing I do when I get home, I'm going to upload the audio and video to my computer so I can start editing. And then as that is uploading, I'm going to put this on the turntable. I cannot wait. Uh, I've heard it, obviously, uh, but I can't wait to hear it on vinyl. This is so cool. Uh, thank you both for joining me. Thanks for having thank us. You. And I want to thank Club Belmont for being hospitable and being an awesome dive bar. This is such a great neighborhood place. This is such a Chicago place, yes. isn't it? It's a very iconic dive bar. It is. This is right in the middle of a neighborhood. It's a house uh, right here on Belmont. I think we're like halfway, maybe, between Harlem and uh, Cumberland. Cool neighborhood, cool vibes when you walk in Club Belmont. Totally hospitable. They're known for, well, they're for being an awesome dive bar and for their pizza. We have pizza in the backseat. Sean will probably display that uh because when you're hanging out at a dive bar drinking draft beer you want a great pizza you gotta have some good pizza so thanks to club belmont for uh, setting us up again the address of club belmont is did i say 7844 7844 west belmont all right kill scenes kill scenes is a dream pop new wave yeah gothic pop what what are we sean the thing is what are we i hate every word but you have to use words so uh, we're all of those things. We're all of them and none of them. Uh, it's, you know, the genre classification thing is like such a, like a, like a mind uh, screw. Are we allowed to cuss? Are you new? Yeah. Mind, mind, mind it's fuck. a mind fuck. It's a mind um, fuck. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think all those things kind of 
sort of start to get at the pie that we, the, the pizza pie of what kill scenes is. Way, way to tie it together. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> way, way to use pizza as metaphor for it's what true. kill scene does. True. Kill scenes do. Goth is the cheese. Here's the thing. Who needs press when you have descriptions like this? Kill scenes coils minimalism and grandeur with a Lynchian interrogation of identity, power, possession, transformation, and destruction. I, what's the point of me talking about this stuff? <laughs> my, uh, I just have to give credit where credit's due. My partner Robert Kloss wrote that description. Nailed it. He's yeah. He's he got a, it. He's a writer. Clearly. All right, Sean. Let's eat pizza. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I did bring. Full disclaimer: Megan is vegan, so I brought her some vegan delights to enjoy. I didn't want her to feel left out because I was vegetarian. I was not vegan. I was vegetarian for a long time. And I remember being in those social situations where everyone was eating except for me because I, there wasn't food that fit what I ate. And I, I, I know that feeling. It's awful. I've been a vegan for a long time and I've been various kinds of vegan, various extremities of vegans. So I'm, I'm used to it and it's, yeah. You're always you're always at the bottom, as I said, of somebody's uh, virtue spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about any virtue spectrum, but what I know is I got a beautiful a beautiful pizza pie back here. It Thank you. This is really gorgeous. Uh, smells amazing. All right, can you set me up with a plate? I sure can. Send some of that cheese pizza. You can so, do cheese, pepperoni, or sausage at Club Belmont. I've got a plate here for you. I don't know Thank if you. you want me to put my paws on. I this. don't care. I'll be- okay. We're sitting in a car. All clean. bets are off. Okay. There we are. Thank you. And thank you, Club Belmont, cheese pizza, an appropriate amount of grease, which makes it delicious. That is Man. a very, very classic cheese pizza plate situation. Oh, totally. Totally. So, we'll talk about kill scenes. When Sean reached out to me to talk about the new album, he's like, hey, this new album's ready. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna like it. He was right. He described you, Megan, and said she <laughs> I hope I'm I'm not saying anything I shouldn't. No, no. He said, she does a lot of crazy witchy stuff in addition to her always gorgeous pop vocals. Is witchy okay? Yeah, that sounds flatteringly accurate. Uh, But the vocals are fantastic on this. I, I think we hear a lot of range. Tell me, Sean, Megan was there with you in the beginning. She wasn't there in the middle, and now she's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I... This is a, it's a very simple story. Uh, uh, Megan came in to do the thing with me in the beginning. Uh, she's got her gorgeous vocals. I had this idea for this band. Um, I met her at a party. Uh, there was karaoke going around. I heard her sing. I wanted to make music with her, and we did it. Um, we made a what I consider a pretty good album, um, and just wanted to keep it going. But you know, life comes in. Things pull you in different directions. Megan had to move away, basically, for a while. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could talk more about that if you want. But uh... yeah, it's a very Cliff Notes version. Um, <laughs> I. It's funny you keep referring to it as a party. I. I don't remember it being a party, but I do remember that there were multiple Kate Bush songs, and I do remember that I came there thinking that we were going there for my friend Scott to record some stuff for um, an album that he was working on and I think I ended up feeling like we were the only two people in the room uh, even though there were other people in the room Um, and when you asked me to be part of the band uh, 
I remembered that immediately and I was very excited. And I was really, because I was kind of ready for the shoot down. Because I'd been um, preparing some tracks and I'd had Megan in mind for them. And I was like, I gotta ask to ask this awesome vocalist if she wants to be a part of this project and I was so ready to just be like oh no it's not what I you know am, am into or whatever and she was so enthusiastic when she got back to me about it that I was like boom um so we made an album yeah the um, first night we got together it was kind of you sent that message I really enthusiastically said yes um very soon after you sent that we got together we went to a bar, we had a couple drinks, and we enthused, and we went back to your apartment, and we recorded our first track. Yep. Just like that. And it was magical. So, Sean, when you, when you, re, when you wrote these songs, did you have in your head, did you hear female vocals when you wrote, the, wrote these songs? Oh, yeah. And that's kind of, the, that's kind of a thing that um, was kind of why this album took so long to make, was because it was, I was like waiting for Megan to come back, which was sort of a thing I didn't know was actually going to happen. Um, so I went off... <laughs> Are you going to blush? Um, I'd, I'd made a couple of records without Megan, just because it was ne- a necessity. I had to keep making mm-hmm. music, and she'd gone her way, and I'd gone my way, and it was like, there was no... no like, there's always these stories of like why people split up. There's never been any of that in Kill Scenes. Like, people live their lives, and they go here, they go there. Um, but after Megan... Uh, kind of took off, moved to Ohio for a while, and then to uh, Pennsylvania for a while. Um, uh, I kind of just had to keep going on my own. Uh, I had a body of work that I wanted to expand on, and I got her blessing on it. I, it was one of the first emails I sent. I was like, hey, would you mind if I kept using the name, whatever? And she was totally cool with it. Um, but I couldn't really get back to what I wanted to get back to. Um, and this mask record was like, I, it was three attempts at it. I started writing it, and then I had to stop. And then I started writing it again, and I had to stop. And then when Megan came back and said, hey, listen, I'm back in Chicago. I'd be down to do some music if you're interested. It was like, oh, my God, I can, I can do this record now. Um, so, yes, very much it was, it was not just somebody else's voice in my head. It was specifically Megan. It's and- funny, too, because when I messaged you when I was back in Chicago, I was kind of coming at it from the perspective of hey I'm moving back I I could maybe do backup vocals on track or two if you if you feel like having me that would be cool and then you came to me with this whole album (laughs) it was like no you're gonna be you're gonna sing this record look what you've gotten yourself into and and the result is awesome again mask I, I I think the range, Megan has quite a range. You have quite a range. I hate talking about you like you're third person. <laughs> or you're not in the car. Um, I, I think I hear the range most on the Chrysalis. I, I think that's one of the standout tracks Interesting. For, your, for your voice. I love that song. I yeah, love that song. it is a good song. That's my girlfriend's favorite song on the album. She will... She will. Uh... Well, I feel like there are a lot of layers to that song. I feel like Kill Scenes, specifically on this record, almost recorded an album intentionally for listening through headphones or earbuds. Oh yeah, Just yes. All those cool layers and things going on, like the production is fantastic. Yeah, I'm horror. Like I listen to it on different things just to hear how it sounds, and like it sounds great. Person, this is my first. I mean, I made it, so I feel like it sounds great. Um, but uh, I'm horrified that there are little details that people aren't hearing if they're not listening to it specifically in headphones. It's like such a sadness to me. Like, oh, it sounds good, but they don't hear this. 
they don't hear when I pan this whisper over here or, or mm-hmm. there's yeah there's a lot there's of there's a lot going on oh yeah well and the album opens with the title track Mask uh, which almost sounds like a warped record or warped sound kind mm-hmm. of playing and then you get the fullness of the production kicking in you realize how dense and layered and powerful this production is how much did this take you a long time to put together oh I mean yeah I mean <laughs> so I mean the the album in total like I said I, I, it was three attempts and I made two albums in the middle of trying to make this one record so this this record has been in my head since 2015 or, or at least some version of it has been in my head since 2015 uh um, and I don't want to get, basically there was like a song, which was the first song, there was an image and there was a video that was all in my head and which you just made by the which way, I, just, I did just make the video for it. Um, but I couldn't get there with it. There was like a piece missing that I did. I couldn't, I, I, I've already given it away. It was, it was Megan was the, the missing piece for this. Um, I, I don't know if I was the entirety of the piece, but you were, you were a big chunk. You were a big chunk of the piece. Um, but I made a couple of records just because they were things that, like, you know, energy shifts here mm. and there. Um, the way I want to write shifts here and there. And I'd had an idea for a mask that I couldn't finish. And for whatever reason, I couldn't finish it. And I tried three different times to finish it. And when Megan came back, that was the time. It was like, okay, now I feel like I have all the pieces in place that I need to do this album. So... You could say it took. Uh, sorry, it's pizza. Mm-hmm. It's very good pizza, by the way. It's Club, Club Belmont. Club Belmont making some real damn good pizza. This is great bar pizza. It reminds um, me of Rockets and Bloomington. It's got that same kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, smaller slices, which I like because they're more manageable. Mm-hmm. They um, are, especially at a bar. Like you don't want to wrestle with like droopy. Yeah. Pizza points. You'll be able to shove yeah. it in. It, pizza it, it absorbs. Yeah. <laughs> like pressure points. Exactly. Points of um, pizza. As we were sitting inside Club Belmont, we were talking about the album, uh, which is I should have waited for the interview, but we talked about the idea of concept albums. And you mm. both kind of mm-hmm. said that this is a concept album. And lyrically, I mean, I hear perhaps a journey to self-awareness and self-actualization, uh, some relationship trials and tribulations, perhaps. Oh, gosh. I've... You know, it's probably a very different. It, it's probably a very different thing for both of us. I I'd gone through two divorces by the time I came back here and recorded this album with him. So there's definitely something of that in there for me. Well, you say I wrote it, but to be honest, you you wrote most of two of the songs and uh, edited the lyrics on a lot of them. You and conceptualized we've- the concept album, right? I like that it's a different thing mm-hmm. like in you than it is in me and that's kind of part of what the record is about. The record is kind of about like modular consciousness or like uh, identity uh, shifting. Uh, so the idea that it would come from me and be one thing in a writer and another thing in a performer slash writer and that we both have our different ideas of it but the listener is hearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of important to me. Um uh, well, let, let's talk about the return specifically. Okay. It's a down tempo mm-hmm. song. If this life is just a story, 
just a story. I wonder when you'll turn the page. If our love is like the ocean, I'll, I never want to crash the wave. I, it just sounds like this, this is like a that moment in the in the movie soundtrack where the, the protagonist mm-hmm. is taking inventory of everything that's come before and what happens next. In fact, I think a lot of what you record sounds like it could be like soundtrack type material. That's kind of the the band was originally like conceived of as a kind of a conceptual movie soundtrack. That's kind of what we're getting back to with this record too. Mm-hmm. The first album was very much supposed to be like a soundtrack to an imaginary film. Um, and kind of went away from that for a minute, just like for a minute, for minute being 10 years years, and then I've come (laughs) back to it, uh, now and it, and it, oh, and it feels so good. That song in particular though. Yeah. That's, uh, it's going to, it's going to be the corny, like, yeah, I wrote that for my girlfriend. Um, but it was also inspired by a lot of things. Um, I thought it was namely, uh, Twin Peaks. um, It was a Twin Peaks reference and it was also a good place reference, which, uh, uh, interesting. I've, I don't know if anybody has seen the show The Good Place, but it's a fantastic sitcom. Um, And there's this whole uh, thing where the last episode just burns me up because they're going on this whole spiritual journey. And the last episode is just about them letting go and dissolving into the void after all they've been through. And like, I like that conceptually, but when you see it on screen, I hated it because I'm like, no, I want them to keep going and being with each other and loving each other and it's the sort of thing of attachment that uh i am obviously not uh, enlightened enough to be over yet um and in my mind that's it's a very romantic feeling and it's how i feel a lot like no like i'm very much attached to the things i love um but if if the whole idea is to sort of detach from the things that keep you in this sort of worldly hell uh i can't do it because I love people too much, and that's kind of a hard, a hard thing. I feel like that's that's kind of a crazy sounding answer, but that's no, kind no. of what that song is about. I love you, Sean. <laughs> I love you, James. I, I shared. I think it was to my uh, personal Facebook a day or two ago. I, I shared whispers. This song just feels big to me. Like this has such a, a massive hook. Like if there were a single to point to, I feel like this is a single from the album from Mask. That's been debatable. I thought yeah, so too. Yeah, we all too. have our different interpretations, I think, on what the single is, but I, I think that's an interesting choice. In my mind, that We've was been performing it live. We have. In my mind, that was like the, the second single. Like I thought, "Acid Black Window" would be mm-hmm. one, and then "Whispers" would be number two because that guitar hook. I'm very, I'm very proud of that hook. I feel like it sounds. It's uh, a big hook. It's a big hook, mm-hmm. and that's kind of thing. I hear him like, "Oh damn!" Like that. If this doesn't get people, what the hell will? Uh, well, in the minds of. Uh, uh, Megan, it would be uh, Phantom Dark, or not Phantom Dark. Uh, uh, what's the one you the like? The penultimate one, the um, final act. Final act, but that's it's not the, one. the final act. It's the mm-hmm. semi. The penultimate act. act. That's what it should be called if we're being accurate. Mm-hmm. Second to final act. You yeah. mentioned Acid Acid Black Window. Uh, I love the build on this, and when the the guitars go slashing in, like it's just a great musical moment. Like oh yeah. Just structurally, I love the way this song kind of builds and moves forward. Thank you. So yeah, fair game for a single for yeah, sure. Thank you. We just shot a video for that one. Oh, which, awesome! Yeah, which we're very excited about. Well, we're uh, in. We we shot part one of maybe a, a three parts of the video for that. We shot the. We shot. I think what will be eighty percent of the video. Yeah. And then we're we're doing another pickup with um. Uh, a really layers. cool, a really cool production company called Odd Commodity, which are they're friends of ours. Um, they do great work. 
the but, female component of it was my best friend from sixth grade on and we still live in Oak Park together um, and we still hang out as frequently as adults in their late 30s hang out. For sure. Well, I mean, to the point of this music is soundtrack music, basically. I love, I mean, there's a definitely, there's a definite visual feel to what you do. So I've got to think making videos is an exciting part of the creative process for you. There's a video for every song in, in mm-hmm. my head, <laughs> and there's never. And there a video. probably has been for like a decade. For a decade, um, but there's never a video for every song because time uh, and life in the world. So there's a certain point. I don't remember who ever said. There's a famous quote: uh, "Art is never finished; it's only abandoned." <laughs> um, I don't know who said that. I wish I had. The, that's a great one. Um, but that's kind of how it feels. Like. Um, yeah, in my mind, this whole album is a movie, and every song has its own video, and they all tie together in a narrative way, um, and uh, it will never... It's kind of beautiful that it will never all see the light of day, and that the most complete version of what you're going to get is going to be this album that leaves a lot open to interpretation. But yes, making videos is fun when I have time to do it. I just don't always have time to do it. Again... The new album is Mask. Now, if you listen to it digitally, and I encourage buying vinyl because it's just awesome. Uh, if you buy it digitally or listen to it digitally, there's a cover of Billy Idol's Eyes Without a Face. Is that in French? It is. I did the translation with the, uh, well, with a combination of my college French and uh, having a girlfriend in Montreal, um, like, 18 years ago uh, and um, Google translate a little bit for I love it things that rhyme I mean the, and the secret it's been said over and over by people smarter than me but the secret to a good cover is making it your own by turning it into something French and very kill scenes I mean you kind of took ownership of eyes without a face I love the it secret is also the original lyrics being strange enough that <laughs> it kind of doesn't matter what you translate them into Fair. That, that whole rant that in the middle where when Billy Idol's doing it, it's like, what the hell is he on about? Like, the this steal song, a car, go to Las exactly. Vegas. What the hell yeah. is he talking? And then Megan's doing it, I'm like, well, now I really don't know what the hell she's talking about because I don't understand French as much as I love, as much as I am a burgeoning Francophile. <laughs> I don't really get the language. Uh, it just sounds nice to me. So when I'm hearing her say these things, I'm like, what? I don't know what Megan's saying. And frankly, I don't. You don't need at this to. Point, I don't need to know. I don't need to know. You've you've done an amazing thing uh, with that. Yeah, I like. I, I feel like just having it as a bonus track isn't enough. Like, I, there's something to do with that song. I don't know what it is, but I, I want people to hear that. It's John really... has kind of a vision for the two bonus tracks too, though. They're almost like the afterlife of the album in a way. I have this very stupid thing that I wanted to. It's not stupid. I wanted to release. I'm, no, it's kind of stupid. I wanted to release the album in two forms. So the the, the vinyl format is like that's the theatrical cut. That's like the album, fat trimmed, okay. songs one through ten, you're boom, 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 you're having a cinematic experience and it ends where it ends. And then I had this idea of a director's cut, which would in- involve um, Mask 2, which is sort of the um, acoustic uh, uh, sort of um, uh, companion to the opening track. Mm-hmm. And it almost then, sounds like Mask 1 in some sort of audio tornado yeah or like like 
it's being sucked away. Slightly different lyrics, and it's kind of in this weird thing where it doesn't sound like a finished song, and that's kind of what I liked about it. It's all weird, and yeah, Audio Tornado. That's beautiful, Megan. It also. is beautiful. Um, uh, and then Eyes Without a Face fits in in a different way. In my, in my mind, there was like a couple of sort of like narrative side streets you could take with this album that would make it a, like an extended kind of director's cut where like for people who really wanted, what's going on? What's really going on here? They could go down those little side streets. Um, but in the end, we just decided, let's just make them bonus tracks and put them on the digital and Love it. not confuse people. All right. Two important things to bring up. Sean, can you give me another slice of pizza? Oh, absolutely. Club Thank you. Sure. This is the best one. I've, I've been surveying. That one's the best of all of them. And if there's any doubt that Megan's the most wholesome person in the car, she's eating juji fruits as we're sitting here. <laughs> I have some I, doubts about that personally. I, no, I, <laughs> no. I, I, I'm, I, I, I would... I, I don't want to um, make any assumptions about anyone else in the car, but I think it's safe to say that I'm the least the, wholesome. I can I can um, vouch for this. Megan is the, the least I love wholesome. candy. I fucking love candy. Recently, we were talking to some friends about what about um, I I'd referred to Megan before as my superpower because um, there are things I can't do musically, and it's not to say that like just plug Megan in and she does them. Like, Megan brings her own thing to all of this. But, like, there are things I cannot do musically. Um, I see myself more as a demon that possesses you. <laughs> or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know what I it is. Know. I think of it more as, you're, like, it's like it's like allowing myself to have, like, the voice of a god or something that I don't actually have. But, um, I, the, they asked, what what are, well, what does Megan bring that you, that you can't bring? And I, my answer was, I think I'd blush if I uh, told yeah, you what you those things that, were, and I would like for you to articulate that. Would you? Mm, I don't want to articulate it personally because <laughs> I will blush. There are things. There are just spaces I don't feel comfortable occupying as a performer or as a singer. It's Once the you... sex appeal. Uh, it's uh, the sex appeal, everybody. <laughs> juji fruits. That's juji it. Fruits, the sexiest candy. Nothing, of nothing all hotter than juji fruits. Nothing hotter. The, the candy that kind of gets stuck in your teeth, and <laughs> yes. you can never. And, and what's hotter than something getting stuck in your teeth and you have to really work your tongue to get it off? <laughs> All right. Here we are. Now I'm bl- I am blushing. Uh, Kill Scenes. The new album is Mask. <laughs> Kill Scenes and Juji Fruits. We're mm-hmm. not sponsored by Juji Fruits yet. But yet. could be. Yet. I think that was it. I think you nailed the, the, This uh, is the opening salvo in the, uh, the drive to get Juji Fruits to sponsor a tour. I uh, love the new album. So I, I guess the next question, the first thing I had to bring up was the pizza. The second thing, uh, what's next? Are, do we get to see you live this year? Um, yeah. Well, uh, you will get to see us live at the Golden Dagger on November 27th. I'm nervous about the show because I will have been feasting. And Are, are you, you worried about uh, rock and roll pounds? Uh, you'll you'll um, have yes, been feasting a, a couple bit. days ago, though, unless you're planning like a... Thanksgiving Bacchanalia. I gotta get on that stationary bike and just go for it in those two days. But in Chicago, I mean, as of like October, all bets are off for like three months, right? I mean, we just... That's true. Everyone eats like an asshole until after (laughs) after New Year's. Everyone eats like an asshole forever, always. All the (laughs) time. Welcome to the Midwest. (laughs) We are also, I think, potentially doing a... um, uh, a live stream with Q4 uh, mm-hmm. on the 26th, which is like not Long a. Overdue. It's not amazingly 
100% solid, but it's like 99% cool. solid. So that's the next opportunity to see. And we have other potential things in the works that are maybe a little more foggy than that, but those are the... Those are the two most solid. Yeah. Well, and that leads to the segue. So where can we find out more? Facebook page? Instagram? I would encourage both. Um, we're on we're on all the big streamers. You know, if you use Spotify, that's great. If you boycott Spotify, that's also fine. You can use Apple Music. If you... Boycott Apple Music. That's also fine. You can find us on Amazon. If you boycott Amazon, you should definitely go to our Bandcamp page, killscenes.bandcamp.com. You can download our entire discography. You can buy the new album on vinyl or digital. Um, it is there. It is there for you. Um, we're everywhere. We are also on Facebook, uh, so you can see our, our rant. And Instagram, too. Probably Instagram is our most updated sure. I tried to start a Kill Scenes TikTok, but it was just it it, <laughs> it uh, I couldn't I couldn't get there with it. I was my brain exploded in like three seconds. That's uh, need a younger millennial to be. I hate admitting that I'm at I'm at that point where it's like I need somebody with a a crazy future we'll brain that I don't have Kill yet. Kill Scenes social media intern. It'll be one of my undergrad students. Perfect. That's okay. great. I, I'm with you. There's there's no Carcon Carne TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've got my hands full. I, I, it's too much. I can't. Yeah. How do you do it? You can't. You get, you get on there, and it's just. It is really just like. <laughs> man. Well, get I, an undergrad student from Megan. There we go. Get that I, pipeline going. Yeah. Whenever I go on TikTok, I feel like that scene in the David Cronenberg movie Scanners, where uh, oh the guy's on the stage and he's like looking at him and like scanning him, and his head explodes. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Epic moment. Epic moment yes. in cinema. I love all that stuff. All right. That's TikTok. Megan, Sean, kill scenes. Thank you for doing this. I'm glad we could do this in person. I'm glad we could do it at Club Belmont. Thank you to Club Belmont for their hospitality. Not only for the pizza, they gave us some uh, loner microphones for tonight. Yes. Because someone, not naming names, brought the wrong bag tonight. Uh-oh. It was me. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, boy. Love the new album. I really do. And, Sean, Thank I think you. the last time we sat down which was virtual, I asked you the question, I guess that's how we'll close. Were you born in the wrong decade? Yeah, you know, <laughs> here's the thing. I don't think anybody knows when I was born. I don't really even know when I was born anymore. Um, 83, that's the year I was born. I'm letting everybody know. A lot, the the hit song when I was born was Every Breath You Take by the Police. That's Use that. Song. Use that. Fair. Okay. All right. Thank you to Simple Solar for sponsoring. Also, 90 Days in the 90s. Kill Scenes, love you both. Love the love the album. Love the band. Thank you for doing this. Love you, James. We Thank love you. Love you, James.